This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Well, before we start a new hour here on Get Up, hey guys, it was not just Patrick Mahomes' receivers who couldn't catch last Aww. night. Look at this, Dominique. Look at this. Throw the gloves to a fan. Uh, what? <laughs> what? I don't know. Patrick, He's Patrick, putting some spin on it. Patrick put, got some hair grease on his hands or something. He's putting it on he the underthrew ball. Him. He underthrew him a little bit. He threw it lefty. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen him throw it lefty. It, it works sometimes. <laughs> it <does. laughs> that's not uh, Andy Reid's cousin? Kind of night it was <laughs> in Kansas City. Really what a game well it was. Played. So rarely do we get these kind of games, and we want them to live up to the hype, and in a lot of ways, it did. We are Absolutely. live from the seaport. We are brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. The crew is all over it. If you are just joining us, we do have breaking news. Again, we just spent about the last 10, 12 minutes, but top of the hour, many people just joining us. The Steelers have fired offensive coordinator Matt Canada. It is the first time since 1941 that the Steelers organization makes an in-season move of this magnitude. They will go forward without Canada. They are 6-4, and but the offense has really struggled. So again, that is breaking news just within the last half hour. We'll have more on it as we continue. In the meantime... Back to last night's action. Super Bowl rematch. Last year it was Super Bowl preview. How about that? It could be that as well. Patrick Mahomes getting his team fired up before the game. And in the first half, as they usually do, the Chiefs offense looking pretty good. How about Mahomes extending the play? Oh, yeah. O-line protects him well. He buys time, steps up, does a Mahomes jump pass because everyone's guarding Kelsey wide open. Good catch, Watson. Good catch. Secured. That's Justin Watson. Chiefs have not lost a game the last two years, including playoffs when they score first. But last night, Jeff, it was not Taylor Swift. It was DeAndre. Round and pound. Look, the Eagles knew what was up. Let's go back to Swift, make some physical plays. What are we going to do the next play? Hand it to him around the edge. Yeah. For six. Nice. Great adjustments by Brian Johnson, the offensive coordinator. Eagles run it in the red zone as well as any team I can ever remember. They tie the game at seven. Second quarter now. It's Mahomes. Here's the one mistake, Nick. What happens on this play? Yeah, it's kind of like a double move, but they don't occupy Byard on the backside, and he's a smart safety. He sees it and comes over and takes it. That was part of the theme was the Chiefs getting close but not finding ways to score. Now, in this case, they do. Late second quarter, Travis Kelsey, that a pick play, Jeff? Yeah, great design. Great design. Hey, we just run right through, make it's two legal. guys go to one, Cheaters. easy, wide open. It's not legal, but okay. 17-7 now. Round fun. Third quarter, here we go. Again, DeAndre Swift, 12 carries, 76 yards. He had a big night, Sal. He did. He's so shifty, so explosive, great with the ball, takes care of the football. St. Joe's prep, baby. Come on. And then we said they run the ball in the red zone, and obviously Hurts is such a big part of that. Great design. The QB run design. Getting up in there, that, that was physical football up front. Now we mentioned the Chiefs getting it into the red zone and not getting points. Neek, watch the punch by Bradley Roby. They don't double-team Kelsey, so it gets it. Bradley Roby, a recent um, addition to the team, gets in, and he's not worried about the tackle. He's coming for the punch. Great recovery. So the Chiefs still can't score in the second half, and now we got the Eagles and Devontae Smith back-to-back big plays. Yeah, because they run the ball well, you're going to find some isolation. And, De- and Devontae Smith is wide open in the middle field. Big play, setting up another one. And then this one here. Yeah, they uh, catch the Chiefs. The Chiefs are doing some good disguises. And right now, the disguise got him in Nice trouble. catch. Edwards yeah, well. was in the box, despite the fact that he was responsible for the deep half. 
and get set up for the touchdown. Yeah, we're on the one-yard line. Push, push, put it in. Push your man. They did it all. Look at that. Look at that body. That guy liked it. Uh, Here we go. Chiefs get the ball back now. Two minutes remaining. Uh, Just avert your eyes. Uh, Marquez, Valdez, Scandling. Terrible. Yeah, they put Roby in a tough spot. He's zero coverage without pressure because they're triple teaming Kelsey. You got to catch Triple teaming Kelsey. (laughs) We'll show you the breakdown of that play. Meanwhile, the drive continues. Mahomes here is going to get called for intentional grounding as they're in the final two minutes. They use their last timeout to avoid the 10-second runoff, so they get one more shot at it. Here's your ball game, fourth and 25. And you know what, guys? He hits Watson in the hands. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. We've gotten used yeah. to Patrick Mahomes does. doing great things like this. We expected it, but you also expect the receiver to come down with it. Got catch. I mean, you got to catch it. They just don't make the plays. It's just that simple in the end. Valdez Scantling frustrated, Jalen Hurts celebrating. They still have just one loss. Patrick, what? I have no regret. I mean, they triple teamed Travis, so I went to the guy that was that one downfield and Marquez won. He just didn't didn't come away with the ball. I mean, I could probably throw a little bit shorter. He was that open. So uh, yeah, you just gotta continue to try to get better and better. You want to talk about taking the responsibility. I mean, good for Mahomes. He couldn't have handed that ball to him no. any better. Then he threw it, and it, it's following a theme. The Chiefs have dropped 26 balls this year. That's an incredible number. They've dropped 9% of the passes thrown their way. That is the highest percentage that were teams' first 10 games in the last 10 seasons. So, look, we have plenty of time. We're going to dive into this game all hour long. So put your feet up. We're going to get into it here. But sometimes it doesn't require any brilliant analysis. Catch the ball, and you win the game. Yeah, it seems that simple to them. They made mistakes in the red zone also. But, yeah, the receivers are open in these big moments. And they put Bradley Roby, who's not a fast guy, in a tough situation. Zero coverage without blitzing against one of the fastest receivers in football. And they expected him to hold up. And he didn't really, but they bailed him out. And that was, it wasn't just the drops. It was like poorly run routes. Guys yeah. looking the wrong direction. The whole night, the receivers were a problem for this team. Look, and they have been all season long. And, Dan, I come back to it. Mm. You were the one who last year repeatedly made the point. These young players on that Chiefs defense. That was yeah. the big question mark about them last yep. year. Are they going to be? And they did. They got it together. They, they played great in the playoffs. They won the Super Bowl. This year, the same thing is being said about the offense. Yes. Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, Rasheed Rice. Where are they? Are they going to get it together in time to make another run? The answer to that question, I think, determines whether the Chiefs can repeat as Super Bowl champions. I think it's as simple as that. The defense is good enough. The quarterback is Obviously good enough, right? We know the coaching staff is good enough. The question is, can one, even just one, of these young receivers, be it Tony, be it Rasheed Rice, be it Sky Moore, to sort of become a more reliable player for them. And you'll see it show up if they do. If, they, if it happens in practice, you'll see because Mahomes will go to that guy the as extra, opposed to spreading it around extra everybody. The dimension in the first half was similar to what they had in the Super Bowl. It was Mahomes' ability to scramble. Right. I know Sal pointed out that the Eagles took away his ability to yeah, scramble yeah. in the second half. So then it forced him. They are like, all right, we're going to take away Kelsey. Now we're going to spy the quarterback so you can't run. You are going to have to throw it to these guys. They're going to have to beat us, and they can't. All right, so so let's make that point. Travis Kelsey may no longer be quite the dynamic threat he was at his best. At his very best, he may have been the best receiving tight end the game has ever seen. Let's not get into that debate for the moment. At this moment, he remains by far their most dangerous weapon. And so you've got the tape. 
They triple team him. I mean, that's yeah. what, that's what Mahomes yeah. is talking about. We can show you the tape. They literally triple team him it, on that it, play. It starts in the red zone. It, it, everybody, take away Kelsey. Look right here. He's doubled. Now Watson ends up making this catch because Mahomes. Here we go, another double team. We're going to put two on him. One's over the top. One's underneath. Make somebody else make a play. He ends up getting tackled trying to run the football. This is the triple team. So he goes in the end. Hey, we're going to make the play. You're one-on-one with Roby. You're going to run by him. I want to throw the ball. That's the issue, though. Every defensive coordinator is seeing the exact same thing. It's a copycat league. Take away Kelsey, make someone else beat you. And again, has Rice made some improvements? Absolutely. But this is what we talked about at the trade deadline. Go get a dude. Go get a dude that they have got to double or they have got to have coverage rolled that way to allow Kelsey's head. Four explosive plays in nine games. He had 12 the same amount of games last year. Triple. That's just showing you teams are not going to allow this relationship between Kelsey and, and Mahomes to prosper. And those other guys dropping it, 9%, that's wide receiver drops. So, again, last night Kelsey has a ball get punched out. That doesn't happen. But it's going to happen. Like, that's the NFL. So, somebody else has to come up and make plays. And right now nobody is answering the bell. So, so much of the conversation this morning has been about what the Chiefs didn't do. And understandably so, we all see the ball right there. Let's let the pride of Philadelphia (laughs) celebrate a little. Because, look, at the end of the day, the Eagles did last night what they always do. They just find a way to (laughs) win. They're great. I don't know how they do it. All year long. They're great, but they don't look great. At no point when you're watching them do you think, oh, my God, this team is unstoppable. But when the game is over, they always have more points than the other team does. I'm very thankful to be here. (laughs) I am blessed to be here. I am going to stay humble. (laughs) <laughs> all morning long, but just let me give you a little bit of this. Okay. You know, and we have talked about the Chiefs, and rightfully so. But the Eagles made the plays in the second Absolutely. half that they had to make. They found a way to win the football game. The Avante Smith made the catches. The Chiefs took away A.J. Brown. That's right. Patrick Holmes had no problem going to the other receivers. Well, so did so – did, uh, Jalen Hurts. Hurts, right? And, and, and those guys caught the football. Yep. Let's give some credit to Brian Johnson. Let's give some credit to first-year defensive coordinator Sean Desai. Let's remind people that the Eagles have started 10 different players in their secondary this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Only the Carolina Panthers have started more. And the Carolina Panthers have one win. And the Eagles have one loss. Ooh. So let's go to the coaching staff of Deshaun Desai. Let's go to the general manager, Howie Roseman, bringing in Bradley Roby, bringing in, of course, Kevin Byard, incorporating them into this defense and shutting down the options for Patrick Mahomes in this football game and the coaching decision in the second half to use Reed Blankenship as a spy so that Patrick Mahomes can't leak out. So I'm telling you right now, this Philadelphia Eagles won the game as much as the Kansas City Without Chiefs lost the game. Without a doubt. I mean, there's no question about it. And, and look, we talked about, like, can the Cowboys catch him, right? And looked at the schedules. No. The Eagles' schedule is tough. The Cowboys' <laughs> schedule is easy. If the Eagles are going to beat these teams, yeah, right. then it's a moot point, right? If they can come out and beat the Chiefs and the Bills and the 49ers. They've got Buffalo and San Francisco the next they yeah. Are they going to okay. win both those there's, games? They're good enough to win those games. Well, I yeah. think they're going to win one of the two for sure. And then if they beat Dallas, they're fine. Yeah, I mean, listen, so the Eagles have given up 17 points to Miami. Best off in the NFL. They have given up 17 points on the road on Monday Night Football in the rain to the best quarterback in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes. Let's give that defense a little credit for the adjustments that they have made for the way they were around the football and made big plays. Yeah, let me say this. You just said you never think they're good. They never look great. Right. They played an average 
football game last night and beat the best team in the AFC. Yeah. Clearly, this team is exceptional. It's not just they don't – Jalen Hurts, he just finds ways they to said win. as much Pull last night after the game. Yeah, they, they're not yeah. happy. I can tell you they're not happy with what we they did last night. We saw the big question mark for the Chiefs coming in this game was their receivers. We saw them fall short. The big question mark to me for the Eagles coming into this season is both of their coordinators. Their coordinators are growing yeah. up really fast. You just mentioned what they did, the adjustments on defense. Adjustments on offense were impressive also. They right. were blitzing and Super blocking impressive. on third down. They switched to quarterback run. Then they start running the screen pass until they find – an opportunity to catch them in disguise right. and go deep. It wasn't big numbers, but it's impressive and it showed that Brian Johnson is understanding. The other thing they have is, is another pitch that they can beat you with, if you will. Yes. Because we just showed you, Travis Kelsey, triple team, no one yeah. can catch. A.J. Brown, he was an MVP candidate. He had one catch last night for eight yards, but Devontae Smith got it done. You've got yeah. the tape. That's the same thing, yeah. Devontae Smith matched up in these situations. We saw them blitz and bluff. Right now, they're showing a disguise. They want you to think they're blitzing down, so they have this cornerback, excuse me, this safety, Edwards, down in the box. They want you to think the blitz is coming there, but he's actually getting deep half responsibility. Then right here, with a speedy guy on a safety like Devontae Smith, Jalen Hurston already knows what he's going to do. He's letting the ball go. He's all the way in the box. It's an easy opportunity. It's a smart play. It's obvious something that him and the coaches were talking about after seeing these designs in the first half, and they executed it, and they got that one opportunity. Yeah. Makes you go back to the same situation that the Chiefs had. You're not going to get a bunch of opportunities of great, against right. great teams. Right. You don't miss them. You throw them, you That's catch right. them. Don't you miss beat the layup. Them. You can't. Listen, they put Brown and Smith on that same side. They were that little dig and that little thing. That is, that is tough. Why did they stop thing. blitzing McDuffie? Yeah. He had two sacks in the first yep. half. Bring him off the edge. Wait, they brought him off the edge twice. Why did they stop those corner they blitzes? They blitzing him because, they, because Johnson started to do the quarterback running instead. That's right. and they were beating the blitz right. up the middle. Then they started answering the blitz with screens. So then he stopped blitzing him. They went back to the simulated pl- pressures and bluffs Smart. that they were doing yep. earlier. And then they caught him Great in the job. bluff in the box and took Great it. Great job by Brian Johnson. At a time when it has never been more important than it is right now to be the one seed because oh. only the one – the Eagles put themselves in prime yes. position, and the Chiefs make themselves vulnerable. Uh, right at this moment, the Ravens have the best record in the AFC. Much more on this game as we go, plus much more on the breaking news that we got this morning. Mike Tomlin fired his offensive coordinator today. We are all over that as we were when the news broke about 25 minutes ago. Plus, more on last night's game as everything still up to date in Kansas City. We'll tell you which of these AFC contenders could be about to end their championship reign. Plus, coming up, we're serving up pancakes. Jeff Saturday is ready. Don't miss a special edition in hour number two today of everybody's favorite football fun. And speaking of everybody's favorite, here we go. Sneaky Hembo. Prior to Andy Reid, Andy Reid, the next time he wins a game, will be the all-time leader in wins for both the Chiefs and the Eagles. Prior to him, who was the last coach to have the career wins record for multiple NFL franchises at the same time? That's a great question. The answer is next. Don't know. Don't. It's a great question. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. 
So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. But I love this question. This actually came up on our radio show yesterday, Hembo and I. The next time Andy Reid wins a game, he will be the all-time winningest coach in Kansas City Chiefs history. He is already the all-time winningest coach in Philadelphia Eagles history. He will be the only person currently holding that distinction. Who was the last coach who had the career wins record for multiple NFL franchises at the same time? I'm trying to think of, like, who even the candidates, all right? Dominique said it's got to be a small group, and he's right. You know, I'm thinking about Don Shula with the Colts and the Dolphins. I'm I'm trying – I don't think Gruden would have been in Tampa long enough. I I think – I got to go with Don Shula. Don Shula, Colts and Dolphins. That was my first guess. Hembo finally correct. tripped you up. Oh, it is Tony Dungy. Oh, yeah! And actually... He broke Shula's record in Indy. And it was Gruden who passed him in Tampa. And that's why he no longer holds that record. So it's a fair question, right? That's a reasonable yeah. question. That's a good question. Sometimes we'll give that one to Hembo. So, but Hembo, here's the one thing I will say. Don't Ooh. celebrate Ooh. when you're down 32 to 13. Like, no don't dancing. Up and give me a first Pretty down signal. Yeah. You know, when, when I mean, I'm, I, I, you know, act like you've been there before. Good question, though. No. He's a flag. All right, well done there. In the meantime, uh, if you're just joining us here, we have huge breaking news from Pittsburgh this morning. Within the last 30 minutes or so, the Steelers announcing that they have parted ways with their embattled offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, this after their team has been outgained in all 10 games this season and still managed to win six of them. Their offense has really struggled. It bubbled to the surface in what might have been the most frustrating performance of their season Sunday against Cleveland. They are the 20th team in history to be outgained by their opponent in each of their first 10 games. They're the only one that has a winning record. 
They have a real chance to make the playoffs this year because their defense is outstanding. Their head coach finds ways to get things done. Dominique, do you think this is the right move for the Steelers to make at this moment? Absolutely. I think that they see that they have an opportunity and they need to make a change to get there. And we saw the rumblings from the locker room start to bubble out into the media, and that's a problem. You need to keep your locker room together. When you have Najee Harris obviously displaying his frustration, Deontay Johnson also seeming kind of disappointed in the offensive production, and you lose you have a, to a team that's on their backup quarterback, it feels real bad. Something has to change. And normally Pittsburgh doesn't do it, but and he did. Pickens was hot a few weeks ago, too. He was frustrated. And then they're not, they're not feeding Pickens. So there's, there, there, there's all kinds of issues throughout the locker room on that side. Take it from one who drafted him in, in, before the season with their, in the fantasy yeah. draft. George Pickens has done nothing. nothing. They, don't throw the, they don't even look in his direction. But you, I, I like the way you said it in our meeting this morning. Um, when we were talking about this, that sometimes you want to be us against the world, but then when it comes into your locker room, it's different. Yeah, there's always a division in the locker room. It feels like there's an us and then there's a them. Sometimes it's between upstairs, management, and us. Sometimes it's between the players and the coaches, and sometimes it's the whole building against everybody outside. But right now, it felt like all the players were together, and it felt like Matt Canada was on that outside. And yep. if, that, if you start to get that feeling, and it's not literal, it's not like they don't like him, right. they don't feel like he's helping. That guy has to go. Yeah. And that's what it seems like it came down to. So, Jeff, we saw the Bills do this last week. The circumstances couldn't be more different, exactly. obviously. They have an established and great quarterback. Their offensive numbers were actually very good. Very. But they make the change. The Steelers are on the other side. The Bills one game. It looked very good. But we'll see how it winds up going. How do you think this will change the Steelers' outlook this season? Well, I mean, it's, it's they go for broke, right? Like Pickens is going to start getting fed. Like when you make a change like this, you're going into whoever, if it's Mike Sullivan or whoever's going to be the play caller, you're going in and saying, "This is what we want to feature, right? We're going to go, we're going to play physical Steeler football, but we have got to get our best players touches. So, however you want to create it, force this in, make this work for us. And again, don't allow Kenny Pickett to lose games, but you're going to have to trust him enough to go go make some plays for us and convert drives more than anything, like. You see it. It's, it's not just about winning games. It's about converting drives to keep that defense fresh and allow the offense some kind of productivity. I was there when they beat the Ravens at home. And the formula for victory was very simple, and it will remain the same formula no matter who the offensive coordinator is. You want to run the football with this football team. Yep. they got two good backs. Their offensive line is decent. And then you want to limit the amount of plays for your young quarterback. And they did it with Ben Roethlisberger early on. They went – to the Super Bowl like that. Right. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger throwing 20 to 25 times a game. So that's what you want with Kenny Pickett. In the game on Sunday against one of the best pass rushers and one of the best pass defensive coordinators in the NFL, they're throwing the ball 28 times and they're running it 26 times. Right. And they're at 6.6 a carry. So that's when you lose the locker room is because you're not doing what you're supposed to do when you have the obvious answer right at your fingertips. Danny, get in here. Yeah, I think there's a sense, first of all, that it can't get any worse, right? Like, that's, like when, you, when you make a change like this, one of the things you have to consider is, well, what are we going to replace him with? And I think at this point, it's like, whatever that is, it has to be better and can't be worse because they're at the bottom of the league and everything. I mean, you say 28 passes and 26 runs. That's only 54 plays. Like, that's not enough, right? It's, yeah, it's got to be but, more than you know. that. So, I, I think, look, it, it, for, for Tomlin to have done it and, and knowing the loyalty that he and this organization show and how they don't fire people, yeah. uh, it says, I yeah. think, Listen, Jeff's I, I don't know much about much. I don't know much about much, but what I do know is this. The formula to win with a young quarterback yeah. is rush attempts 
and past completions. Add them up, and you get a win. The That's problem, the bottom of line. The problem with that formula is you're missing one variable, at least in the Ravens game, is that the other team is going to give it away. Throw they it, dropped yeah. a bunch of uh, passes in that game. The, what the, the Steelers need, and I think the reason why they're upset, is because they're not taking games. They're right. not trying to win games. They're the, trying to survive. The, the issue for Tom, Tomlin can fight the fans. The fans wanted Canada to be gone. When the locker room started yeah. to go, yeah, I think you're right. that's when you have to go. Like, from Tomlin's perspective, you can't, you can't fight it on all fronts. At some point, it's, I've lost the locker room. i got to make a change. Even if it's a spark, for whatever reason, yeah. that's why they make it. Oh, but not an hour and a half. I'm getting hungry. I need you to go over there and get me oh. a crate. Okay, oh, here we go. The Eagles are in firm, coming off last night. Little the break. Eagles are in firm position to have home field advantage in the playoffs. Which team has the best chance to bump them off in their own building? We'll talk about that. Plus... Jeff is getting the pancakes ready, and we have another appetizer. Oh, just a little. A Malik Heath meet Khalil Mack. Get some. No. Get some. Big boy got smoked on the edge. You got to love it. This is the door. That is a thing of beauty. And guess what he told Khalil Mack? Receive it, fine <laughs> sir. Receive it. You have to love that. A hey, full participant from your receiver. My, oh, my word. Malik Heath put the smoke on him. You got to love it. Again, it's a little man, so he can't go full pancake, but like, is perfect for this situation. Sat him down, coming up, hey, hey we got real pancakes, real grown men. Back. Put the smoke show on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What a busy morning we have working. If you were just getting up with us here, bottom of the hour, here's a quick look back at what happened last night. We've been on it all morning long. Patrick Mahomes getting his team ready to play, but it was Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith who were making big plays in the second half. Yeah, they took advantage of a matchup situation right here. Mm. Find Devontae Smith with the safety in the box, over-disguising in cover two. This was the difference in the game right here, that play. You know what happens when they no. get to the one this yard line, This is the Jeff. difference uh, in the game. Yeah, push, yeah. push, baby. Everybody with your man. Everybody. It's an indefensible play. No, you're both wrong. This was the difference in the uh, game. Marquez, Valdez, Scantling. Uh, with what would have put them ahead. You know what? Touche, fine search. In the yeah. final two minutes, <laughs> Mahomes yeah. can't believe it. They should have run it. And then, candidly, <laughs> on fourth and 25, Bullet. Mahomes puts a ball in Justin Watson's hands, and it's another drop for the Chiefs. Bullet. Yeah. Mahomes is crazy. He's Perfect. so good. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Remember that Super Bowl he lost, and we were like, hey, you're still the best player. Yeah, we he is. I mean, look, this just in. Mahomes is good, <laughs> but his team yeah. really struggles. And the Eagles just never lose. It never looks all that pretty, and That's yet nice they're 9-1. So here they are. They're in the top spot. After that win, Lions second in the conference. Niners and Cowboys each have three losses. I'll remind you, the Eagles will play the 49ers and Cowboys, both of them, in the next several weeks. So here is the question. The Eagles went on the road, and they won. Let's live in a world where Sal is right, 
And the road to the Super Bowl in the NFC now once again goes through what you call it, the concrete jungle? (laughs) Yes. Give me the team that goes in there and beats them in the NFC championship game. Which team goes in there and beats them if they go to Philly to do it? 49ers. Yeah. You like yeah. In, in that game? That- oh, because they've done it before, yeah. right? They've done it before. Oh, Is that why you're saying that, Jeff? Word. Are you saying that because they've done it before? I don't think anybody's going to do it, but it's They TV. knock the quarterback out of the game. Watch. That's the object of the game, to knock the quarterback out of the game. And that's, they did it twice in the end. You know what? And they were blocking Hassan Reddick with a tight end. Yeah, it doesn't right. have Not to a be a point. fight. <laughs> Just because you're from Philly doesn't mean it has to be a fight yeah. all the time. You know what? You're right. You asked me why I brought this green pen in so I could color in my Eagles love. That's up. what he does during the break. <laughs> okay. So what he so, does no, and, and so to remind myself to be yes, a maniac. Yes. So to remind myself to be positive. Don't give in to the hate <laughs> on this panel. To be positive. And sometimes you draw me in and it comes out. <laughs> let me throw a different, let me throw a monkey wrench into this whole conversation. If you look at the schedules that everybody has I, I remaining, heard a little. Yeah. A little. Uh, the schedules all these teams yeah. have remaining. You got it right here. I'm here to tell you. I think the Lions are going to be the one seed in the NFC. Oh, now that, I agree completely. That doesn't mean they're going to win the NFC championship, but I think they're going to be the one seed. Their schedule is markedly easier than the other teams, and they're only one game behind Philadelphia as we speak. The other team is markedly better. Yeah. So, yeah. But that doesn't matter. They don't have to play I them. Can, I can feel Sal's blood pressure yeah, rising right Sal, now. The, the Lions? The Lions? You can do the schedule and get the Lions to, to 14-3 and three easy. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, it's not – it shouldn't be a problem for them. The one really tough game is at Dallas. But, I mean, not that they can't. But, yeah, but the fact is the Eagles announced something last night. Like, yeah. you can talk all you want about how tough our schedule is. We can beat literally anyone. To be clear. And, and that is, I mean, on the road at Arrowhead Stadium with Andy Reid coming yeah. off a bye, to be he clear, never loses. I'm not saying I think the Lions are the best team. No, I yeah. get it. I'm saying I think the Lions have a very good chance to be the one seed. Would that change anyone's opinion? Do, do we feel like the team, if, if we're looking at San Francisco, Philly, Dallas, mm-hmm. Detroit. If those are the big four in the NFC. Yeah, I mean, I think the Eagles are good enough to go anywhere and win all yes. the They proved it last team? night. Yeah, Are they the best yeah. team? Are the Eagles the best team Oh, my in the gosh. NFC? You know, Michael, I've been waiting for you to ask me this question. <laughs> oh, because no. I have been sitting here <laughs> all summer long. <laughs> Jeff Saturday, Nick, yep. Raziano, Swagoo, doesn't matter who you put opposite. You have asked me this question. I've said the same thing. They have the best roster. They have the best coaching staff. They have the best quarterback in the NFC. They have the best team in the NFC, and they will be the number one seed in the NFC. So there you see the FBI agrees with you. Let me flip it to the other side quickly before we do the pancakes. The AFC, Patrick Mahomes has never played a road Mm. playoff game, taking Super Bowls out of the equation. He's lost twice in the AFC championship at home, once to Brady, once to Burrow, but he's never had to go on the road. Right this minute, the Ravens are in the top spot. They haven't had their bye yet, so we'll see. Here's my question then. And I, I asked everybody, we'll put the picks up. Who is the biggest threat to the Chiefs in the AFC? Some of these picks might surprise you yeah. Yeah. as we throw them up there. Graziano, you say Buffalo. Yeah, and I was worried about it until I saw Sal's pick. And then he's going to have a harder time defending it. But look, the experience, right? Like, Buffalo has made deep playoff runs. Like, we know that they can get 
better than they've been. Uh, and I think, you know, Josh Allen obviously gives them a chance. They got work to do because um, they got to catch the Dolphins in their own division. But I think uh, of all the teams, like with their yeah. playoff experience, that would be the scary Yeah, I got the easy, obvious one. This team is great. The yeah. games that they've lost have been kind of fluky. The only bad thing about the Ravens getting the home field advantage and going to Vegas the Super Bowl is I'm going to have to buy my son tickets because he's a big Ravens fan. Yeah. And it's going it's gonna to hurt to buy those tickets to go to the Super Bowl. What, will that Mark Andrews injury show yeah. up, though? That's the thing. Correct. Will that affect their offense? Yesterday he might yeah. come back. Is that yeah. what Harbaugh said yeah. yesterday? Yeah. They have to. They have to win some playoff games. Yeah, they didn't rule. They didn't yeah. rule them out. Uh, I'm, I'm going Dolphins here. Listen, if, if you think about the game, they're up 21. The Dolphins make it 21-14 and have plenty of opportunities and don't close it out. Yeah. The, Dol- the Dolphins can score good. points in a hurry. He got good too. Fast. Yeah, they're getting you know better. Yeah, as long as they they're trending in the right direction. Rex was making the point here. Records in the playoffs. Rex has multiple times made the point that the Dolphins need to be at home more than no any doubt. other team, and not for the yes. reason you think. Not because of the heat, but because in order to run their offense at their maximum efficiency, they need to be able to hear. Exactly. They can't be on the road and have all that And that's what happened to them in Philadelphia. I I remember. Oh, my God. Oh, no, no, no. They came into Philly. They came into Philly on Sunday night. Oh, we're going to boat race the Philadelphia Eagles. And then they got into that environment in a concrete jungle. They started to hear the crowd. And you know what that crowd is saying? They're not saying, we love your grandma. We're saying different kind of stuff. And so I'm telling you, they did. And they pulled the L fold, though. They couldn't handle it. And you know, you put up everything and you know, everybody on this bat, like, you like, take a little shot at me when you were defending your pick. I'm not going to go there. Dan Graziano. I'm going to take the high row. I like the Broncos. Broncos already beat the Bills, by the way. Yes. Broncos already beat the Bills. And okay? Kansas City. I like, I, and, and Kansas City. Yep. They're trending in the right direction. And oh, by the way, they have a head coach who won a Super Bowl. They have a quarterback who won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they're trending in the right direction. They're a game out. Of the wild card right yeah. now, I like the Broncos a lot. My team, my team, team against the Dolphins. My team beat your team by 50. 50. I'm just saying. That's so a we, long we're going about picks. I just my yeah. team. I, know, I like and, the pick. And, and, and don't, 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 don't qualify. Don't qualify. I, my team won by 50. I don't want to. I don't want to be the hater. I like that their defense is doing better, and I love Denver. It's a great place. But Russell is playing better, but he is not like dominating the game in the way that you expect no, a dude. quarterback to play. Like he, no. the expectations have been lowered on Russell, and yeah. we're acting like he's good now because he has a good touchdown and interception. Is there anyone obvious? It's not on this. Jacksonville, oh, Jacksonville should be Jacksonville right? up there. Houston, they got an easy yeah. record, uh, easy schedule going down yeah. the stretch. Yeah. Bo- both of those AFC South. Big game in Houston this weekend. Yep. Who's on it? Who's <laughs> on the big, big game? game All right. Uh, so we've gone through all this. We got the Matt Canada firing. We got the game last night covered from a million different angles. We have built up an appetite. Yeah, and so it is time for the pancakes. Let's go. Let's do it. Pancakes is one of our favorite things. So let me show you how we're gonna get this thing started. <laughs> it's a thing of beauty. We are back. Can we do one more pick? <laughs> so, I am delighted to tell you that Saddam Down is brought to you by IHOP. Yeah. <laughs> It is. Jeff loves being sponsored. I love it. No, 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 I hop. Who wouldn't? Commercials, commercials. Let's move it. Let's get to it. Let's get this thing going. Stand them down. Being brought to you by I hop. Let's go. You see that? Commercials. Here we go. We're starting at number one. Aaron Steele, Dallas Cowboys. Look at him getting up. Oh, got two. One. Helmet off. That's the best part. You get some face time if you're Terrence Steele coming around the edge. Look at the speed. Look at the ferocity of it. He knows. They know. And 
and hey, guess what? We get a little extra right here. Watch my antibiotics right here. He's going to get one, too. Watch him finish it. Oh, he cut it off. It's short. Guess what? We had two on that play, but you got to love Steele finishing one. Helmet off. I wish we could see that pretty face, big boy. One pancake because this little man sat him down under. Hey, Maui Noah right here. Check this out for Miami. Watch him running right here. Get some run uh -oh. speed. No. Oh, my word. Listen, it was fronted up. There was no mistake about this, folks. No mistake. He saw it. He felt it. And guess what? Receive it, little man. Receive it. Now we know it. Put the trucks on him. You got to love it. And he gave the first down. That's my thing. Big men getting some action, some camera time. You got to let it. Nasty. That next guy. Yeah. Well, he's a little slow for that. But still a thing of you. Hey, we're going to finish finish this off. Georgia Tate Rattlers right here. I want you to watch this right here. Jumpers, get punished. Do not ever try to. Athleticism doesn't work down here. Concrete, jungle, whatever you want to call it. Violence inside here. Catch him and jump him on his head. You got to. Hey, everybody in the stands was thinking, God, get him off the field. Get him off the field. That's three pancakes. Boop. Bam. Hey, take him down. Jumpers getting punished. Three pancakes on the Saturday. Look at the feet. Look right there. Oh, that's a thing of beauty. That second one, that didn't seem fair. Nick, that could have been you out there as a defense. No, the hell it couldn't. No. No. Hey, you know, I'm here. I'm here standing today because I make great decisions. Oh, business decisions. Business decisions. Oh, nice snap. Nice catch, Sal. Coming up, which coach has the hottest seat in the Ooh, NFL? Nice. Is it possible Jim Harbaugh is going to take one of their jobs? We're talking about it next after we clean up. Get up on ESPN. Oh, we got it going now. Got it, got oh, we got it, got it going got now. It, got it. We got it going. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's oh, doing oh, extra oh. in there. Well done. There's Kelsey. There's a touchdown, Kansas City. Chiefs on top, 17-7. The thing that you can't quantify is the resilience, and his team has that. Hurts takes it right up the gut, touchdown. And boy, did the Eagles need that. Here's a shot for Smith. He's got it. They're going to mark him at the one. And here comes the Eagles special team, and the Eagles are on top. Well, it's no mystery what the Chiefs have to do here. Down by four. Good protection aired out. Valdez-Scantling dropped it. I have no regret. In the NFL, if you don't make those plays in those big moments, then you lose, and that's what we did today. And the Eagles take over, and they're going to ride out of here with a victory. I'm just happy how we responded. <clears throat> Incredible drama last night, and I will repeat once again, Taylor Swift's absence was the difference in this game. <laughs> the Chiefs never lose when she's there. You can keep laughing at me, and yet that is the reality. They're 4-0 when she is at the games. Kelsey averages over 100 receiving yards when he's not there. Look at those numbers. They won two Super Bowls before she even knew what football was. I, yeah, think, okay. I think they're okay. I don't yeah. want to hear about that. You know oh, who I want one of those. The Eagles know. It's a friendship bracelet right there. Eagles win. You know who won last night? Who that? Taylor's boyfriend's brother. That's who <laughs> won last <laughs> night, Jason Kelsey. Future brother-in-law came out on top. Oh, we'll find out. News? Okay. In the meantime, we have not just that game last night, but we've got breaking news this morning. Within the last hour, the Pittsburgh Steelers announced they have parted ways with their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada. He has been embattled as their offense essentially candidly has struggled from the moment that he got there. They never had 400 yards of offense 
in any game. Their loss to Cleveland this past weekend was particularly frustrating, and so they make the move. Despite being outgained in all 10 games this season, they are 6-4 and four and very much in the playoff race. And so what that tells you, with the firing of Ken Dorsey last week and now the firing of Matt Canada, we're in that time of year where seats are getting hot. So let's assess some of these head coaches. Jeff, let's go to my team, the New York Jets. How hot is the seat that Robert Sala is sitting in right now? I'm going to say it's getting warmer. I, I would have never said this. But when you when you think about the mistakes they made against Vegas two weeks ago, and now they're switching quarterbacks, they're going to Boyles, who, who I mean, th- this is awful. This is a bad situation. And, again, you can blame everything on Aaron, but the defense hadn't performed to where they should be performing. Their, their, their offense isn't running the ball. The formula that Sal talks about every team with a young quarterback should do, they don't install that. I'm not sure what's going on. And the Jets fans – uh, are probably not sitting idly by and accepting this. I think they get frustrated quickly. Graziano, I, this is going to be a weird thing to say, and I, I know you don't know the answer to it, but I genuinely believe most of these offseason decisions in New York are going to be made by Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I don't think that's unreasonable. Yeah. I don't think that Nathaniel Hackett is going anywhere, no matter how unimaginative the offense has looked and how much the fans would like to see a change. And I'm not sure that Robert Sala's job status will not be decided by Aaron as well. Yeah, I think he obviously very influential in how the organization's operated over the past, well, since since the last spring. Uh, so, yeah, I think obviously his input will matter. And I think even if absent that factor, a coach loses his starting quarterback four plays into the season. That generally does get you a little bit of a reprieve. So, uh, yeah, things could always get uglier, but I don't get the sense that that's a spot we have to watch. All right, Graz, let me stay with you then. Is Washington a spot we have to yeah. watch? How hot is Ron Rivera's seat? Like, like if I'm sitting on, like, I got to get up and stand. I think that thing's got to go away. Like, that's how hot. Like, it's just too, it's too hot to even get here. Look, honestly, like, it, it's, it's really bad there. You have a new owner who didn't hire him, and that's yeah. obviously a significant thing. They're probably, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe they do have the quarterback. But the fact of the matter is they're building a stadium. They're going to want positive attention on that team. Right. I, I think it's the kind of thing, does he get till the end of the year? Maybe. Uh, but also sort of maybe not. They have a Thursday game this week. Like, firing him this week would have been, you know, a little bit tough to turn around and play in three games. So, as hot as anybody's, I would think. Maybe Too hot to sit on. Something <laughs> yeah. like that. Then, Neek, let me go out to Los Angeles here. The Chargers are in last place in the AFC West. How hot wow. is Brandon Staley's seat? I mean, I feel like I need to do something that represents more heat than <laughs> what we just saw from Graziano, but I can't. But he is definitely the hottest in the league right now. After that loss in the playoffs last year, I think you just come into the season looking for a reason. And he's given them lots and lots of reasons. And then with that ugly press conference where he just was a sassy pants, he's going <laughs> to certainly get himself he's just certainly going to get himself fired. I'm not sure when, but it seems like unless this team just comes out and comes together and makes a run and wins a playoff game, he's done. Jeff, you had that brief tenure, of course, as a head coach, and you heard a lot of questions. Some of them you must not have liked. Sure. What did you think of the way Staley handled that the other day? Yeah, not good. I mean, at the end of the day, he does have to answer it, right? He is the defensive coordinator. He is making those calls, and they are going to question it. When you got the highest paid, I think, defensive roster in the <laughs> NFL, and you're in the bottom two, and then your offense isn't making play. Now, that, that game shouldn't just been laid on the defensive feet. I understand that, but you can't let that frustration boil over the way it did. And then, Sal, let's get give you the most interesting one of all, Bill Belichick in mm. New England. How hot is his seat? Most interesting, most difficult, for sure, and definitely the biggest story of the offseason, right? You're talking about perhaps Tom Landry, perhaps Don Shula getting replaced in Dallas and in Miami. You're talking about a guy who's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, and I'm on the committee. But here's the thing. They're not going 
to fire Bill Belichick. Right. They're going to trade Bill Belichick. They have the rights to Bill Belichick. So this is the big decision. Robert Kraft, Jonathan Kraft, they got to sit down with Bill Belichick and say, all right, we have an opportunity. You have an opportunity perhaps to go to the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, oh, baby. Right? We're talking to the Spanos family, and we're going to make a trade for you to go to so that you can perhaps, this is the deal, right? You can get the record that Don Shula has for most wins with Justin Herbert with the L.A. Chargers. That's the thing. Hmm. But it's a big divorce. No question about it. It will be the number one story of the offseason. What's happening with Bill Belichick? That's fair. I agree with that completely. It is the number one story of the NFL offseason. The number one story of this college season, meanwhile, has been Jim Harbaugh. And the name we don't see up on the screen there is Matt Eberflus. I assume that is because he's already been fired in Chicago. He just doesn't know it yet. Uh, and I would make the – look, if, if, if he was had any – It's Thanksgiving. The way, the way they on. coached the end of that game Sunday in Detroit <laughs> – was embarrassing. I don't know how they let him on the plane back. And, and the only thing I will say is this. Someone from the Bears organization, while they were in Detroit, should have gotten in an Uber and taken it to Ann Arbor and go find Jim Harbaugh. I don't know how they left the state without Jim Harbaugh with them. They should be begging Jim Harbaugh to come coach their team next year. And I believe, Dominique, it is going to happen. Harbaugh to the Bears next season. That feels like a real match to me. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Their team president uh, used to run the Big Ten and right. suggested that he has had inter interactions with Harbaugh in the past and to have had interactions with Jim Harbaugh in the past is to be uncomfortable sometimes <laughs> with uh, reattaining Jim Harbaugh. So of that could course. be an uh, issue. But he is, I mean, he does have uh, Chicago roots having played there, so it could work out that he goes there and he has success in the league. But I'm not sure that a rookie quarterback, which is what they're probably going to end up with, would love to be in that situation. I don't you know. know. Look, I mean, people talk about Jim a certain way, and I get it. He, he, is, he is an offbeat character. But he, he saved Alex Smith's career. Yep. Mm -hmm. He made Colin Kaepernick into yep. an NFL star. That wasn't a player anybody saw coming in college. And he brought – he sort of – the dual threat quarterback thing, before that was a thing, Jim yep. Harbaugh brought it in. Jim Harbaugh can coach quarterbacks. It's all, games, by the way. it's all about the big man move, okay? They're going to get out of Soldier Field, and they're going to move to a stadium in the suburbs. Arlington and, Heights. Yes, and they're going to have – yes, you're familiar with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. They're going to have to sell PSLs. Yeah, yeah they're going to have to sell yeah. club suites. They're going to have to do all of that. They're going to have to have signage everywhere. Jim Harbaugh is the answer to that question. Yes. You think, Danny? I th look, I don't know what's in the minds of the Chicago Bears. Again, a job that's not yet open, so we really got to poke around on that. I think the thing about Jim Harbaugh back to the NFL that people have to understand, it's not like the NFL is going to have a meeting and decide whether they want to hire Jim Harbaugh or not. It's up to individual teams. Like, do the Los Angeles Chargers, if they make a move with their head coach, do they want Jim Harbaugh come in and coach Justin Herbert? That might make a lot of sense as well. So it really is just about the last couple of years, the teams that he went and talked to, didn't end up wanting him. We'll see if that changes this offseason. All right. We have a huge NBA doubleheader coming your way tomorrow night, and we could not have better games. Mm. Giannis and the Bucks, Tatum and the Celtics. That's our early spot, 730 Eastern. Then KD and Phoenix, Steph and the Warriors. Great night of basketball tomorrow night. Coverage tips with NBA Countdown at 7 Eastern. Meanwhile, the fun continues here with First Take. Next, I saw Shannon in the hallway. He's huge. Was last night's <laughs> loss to the Eagles a bad game or a bad sign for the Chiefs? Molly, Stephen A., Shannon, Jeff Saturday. First Take, top of the hour. I know that guy.
Get Up is brought to you by the Subaru Share the Love event now through January 2nd. Meanwhile, tonight, it's the Maui Invitational for men's basketball in Honolulu, number seven, Tennessee, against number two, Purdue. And then we got number one, Kansas, taking on Marquette. Great action tonight on ESPN and the ESPN app. Before we go, so we showed you these pancakes earlier. Francis Maui Noah of Miami is six foot six, 315 pounds. Dominique, you weighed what when you played? Like 175, 180, something like that. So when you're that guy who unfortunately was on the wrong end of that, like what goes through your mind as he's bearing down on you? Forces, mass, times, acceleration. I just got to run faster. That's it. I just got to get up a lot. No, I'm going to cut the hell out that man. I'm sorry to your knees. They changed the rule in the NFL. You can't do it anymore, but I'll take that flag. What I'm not going to do is let him just run over me like that. Yeah. Sal Palantonio, how you feeling this morning? You this good? song stuck in my head, you know? It's... The Philly fan on one of First take starts now. Uh.